Welcome to the Confident Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly D. Parker, speaker, consultant, and self-proclaimed introvert who stumbled upon the cheat code to captivate audiences and command any room. Each week on this show, I'll share tips and tools to inspire you to communicate with power, charisma, and awaken your most confident self. Let's get started. Hey, hey, thanks for joining me today. And today we are talking all about how to prep for a virtual presentation. For the past several weeks, we've been talking about communicating with confidence in a virtual setting. We've talked about how to get over your fear of speaking on social media. We talked about how to engage a virtual audience. We talked about how to project confidence, especially in a virtual setting. And today we're going to land on how to prep for a virtual presentation. But before we get into it, can we just stop and talk about the hassle of giving a virtual presentation? Like, I don't care what kind of presentation it is. It might be something for work. It might be faith-based. Maybe you're giving a sermon or some sort of talk. It might be a workshop or a training. It might be a keynote at a virtual conference. Whatever the case is, like, let's just stop and appreciate the fact all of that was already a whole situation. Like, it was already a lot of work to do any of the things, right? There were already late nights. It was already stressful. Now, you mean to tell me, We have added on the extra layer of, is my internet connection on? Is my sound on? Can I share my screen? Did I do it right? I mean, it is just a lot happening. So if you're feeling a little stressed, a little nervous, a little like what is even happening in my life right now, let me tell you, I feel your pain. But I got good news. I feel like the path forward is preparation. It's come in my experience that the more prepared you are, The more that you discipline yourself to carve out some time beforehand to work out the kinks and get comfortable with all these new dynamics, it will help you feel more confident about things. So speaking online is not my favorite thing to do. But over the years, I have spoken to thousands online. I've done lives. I've spoken um, and recorded video. And so I've learned a little bit along the way. So I've kind of put together just a little pathway that might help you in preparing for your next virtual presentation. So let's get into it. The first thing is you don't want to wait till 15, 20 minutes before you're about to do this thing to prepare. You want to start ideally the day before and really ideally 48 hours before because there are some things that you want to think about and make sure that you have buttoned up well before it is time for you to go on. So number one, you want to pick a space. So you want to identify where you're going to be filming from. You're probably going to be in your home, which is absolutely fine. But you want to be very strategic in what place in your home you're going to be filming from. It should be at least three things. This space that you choose should be quiet. I'm almost laughing as I'm saying it because I got I got kids. I got a whole husband. It's not very quiet in my house. So Maybe you can't get a perfectly quiet spot, but the quietest spot that you can get. You definitely want to keep that in mind, the noise level. Number two, you want it to be well lit. And number three, you want the space to be clutter free. So let's talk about this for a minute. Well lit. So you don't necessarily need a fancy light kit or anything like that. It might simply be that you're going to take your device, your computer, your 
tablet or whatever, and you're going to sit facing a window where a lot of sunlight is coming through and you're going to go ahead and give your presentation. So you want to make sure you're sitting facing a really good light source. You don't want the light behind you. That'll make you look weird. You want the light in front of you. So either you're going to sit in front of that window where all the sunlight is coming through or you're going to have a lamp or perhaps you do have a ring light of some sort. You're going to put that in front of you and then you're going to have the device, whatever camera you have. So your laptop or whatever in between you and the light. Okay, so make sure that it's a space where you can accomplish that. And then you want it to be clutter free. And I say that with a chuckle because let's be real. We all, well, I do. We got piles of laundry. We got piles of paper. We got things going on. Okay. And you might not necessarily feel like you can do a deep clean of your whole house before it's time you to get time for you to give this presentation, which is fine because you just have to make sure that whatever your clutter is, is outside the view of the camera. You know, the camera's only going to see so much. So just make sure you look through and you look in the background like, okay, do I see any clutter behind me or on the floor next to me? And just push it over. Just push it over. Nobody will know the difference. Because at the end of the day, what they're going to see in that little frame is you. You're going to look great. Going to be well lit and clutter free. So that's what we're going for. I would also add a space where you can be comfortable. We talked about last week how when you feel comfortable, it allows you to demonstrate a higher level of confidence. So as much as you can, sit in a spot where you can be comfortable. All right. The second thing that you want to prepare, and you all might be tired of hearing me say this by now, but you need to practice. And you need to practice out loud. And you need to practice with whatever visual aids you plan to use. So if this is a situation where you're going to have slides, you want to practice out loud with your slides or whatever else you might have. The other thing that's so important since this visual, I'm sorry, virtual component is coming into play, you want to practice on the platform that you're going to use. So if you're going to be on Zoom, try to set up a personal Zoom meeting with yourself and talk on Zoom or whatever platform that might be. Perhaps somebody is inviting you to an event that they're hosting. They should be having some sort of tech check anyway, but in, if they're not, ask what platform you're gonna be speaking on and see if you can get on there in advance and practice so that you can get comfortable with what you need to do. So the name of the game is going through as many motions as possible beforehand so that when you get in the actual moment, you're a little more calm, you're a little more relaxed. So make sure that you're practicing out loud and make sure that you're on the platform that you're gonna be using. If you cannot get on the platform for some reason, get out your phone and record video. You want to just as much as you can emulate looking into the camera and talking, looking into the screen and talking. Okay. Next thing you want to plan is your wardrobe. Now it might sound frivolous, but it's the little foxes that get in. I don't know what the saying is, but I'm just trying to tell you it's the little things that can sometimes throw us off. Right. So what you're wearing, you want to feel good in it. You want to look put together. We talked about that. And you want to make sure that it gives off the vibe that you're looking for. But the what, what I want you to hear is you want to plan that. So you don't want to wait till five, 10 minutes before your presentation. Oh, what am I going to wear? Oh, wait a minute. That shirt is dirty, blah, blah, blah. Now I got to wear this other thing. You don't want to put yourself through that. So that's why I'm saying a day or two beforehand, just make a mental note. Let me just figure out what I'm going to wear. So I don't have to worry about it. 
I don't have to do my backup thing. I didn't really want to wear this, but I have to like just set your mind at ease and go ahead on and plan in advance. Another thing you want to think about is identifying your backup devices. So we all know that sometimes technology does not do what we want it to do. So if you know that you're going to be speaking virtually, you want to plan for something to go wrong. You want to have a plan in place in case something doesn't work out the way that you were hoping. One of the ways that you can do that is by having a backup device. So if you're planning to use a laptop, what happens if my laptop starts acting crazy and I can't do anything with it? Well, now I have my, I plan to have my phone right by me so that I can dial in if I need to, or I've got my tablet right here that I can use just in case something goes wrong with my laptop. So you kind of see where I'm going. You have this plan already in place so that you can pivot in the moment should something happen. And that alone is going to set your mind at ease. The fifth thing we want to mention is getting contact info. So let's say that someone is inviting you onto their, their platform, they're planning this virtual event and they want you to speak. Make sure that you have their phone number, some sort of contact information at your disposal. Should you have an issue last minute, you don't want to be digging for that. You want to have that right by you so that you can let them know what's going on. If you have a last minute question, you want to make sure you can get in contact with them quickly. And that doesn't become a point of additional stress that you could have avoided. If it's work related, make sure that you have contact information for your manager or maybe a fellow presenter or a coworker or what have you, just so you can set your mind at ease that, hey, I know how to get in contact with people should I need them. If I need to relay a message, if there's a concern, I can go ahead on and reach out. I've already thought about it. So are you starting to see the power of preparing? Are you starting to see the power of thinking ahead of time and getting all your ducks in a row so that should something happen that you didn't think of, it's okay because you've planned for all the things that you could and that's really powerful. So you want to think through all those things, let's say a day or two before it or more if you're able to. Now let's get down to it's almost time for us to give this presentation. So one to two hours before. Now we're getting closer. So during this time, you wanna go ahead on and set up the space. So we already planned the space. We already had an idea what we were gonna do. Now we're gonna set it up. We're gonna get our light where it needs to be. We're gonna shove the laundry out in the hallway or whatever we need to do. The space is all set. So I want, I want you to hear again what I'm saying. I said one to two hours before, not five minutes before. You see that? That alone is going to minimize your stress level and allow you to show up in a more powerful way because you're not running around quite as much last minute because you have planned. So one to two hours before, go ahead and set your space up. Number two, you want to do a sound check. Sound is important because the people need to hear you. So Make sure that your sound is working on your device. And also, if you can use headphones, because what that will do is minimize the background noise that your device picks up. So think that through if you're able to. Also, make sure your devices are charged. Nobody wants anything going dead during the presentation. So as much as you can, make sure your devices are charged and make sure that your chargers are nearby should you need them. So you're going to want to charge up your primary device and then also those backup devices that we talked about. You want to make sure that you have everything at your disposal. Also, 
double check your internet connection. It will never hurt to just double check and make sure that your connection is as it should be, that it's strong. And if you're able to, and a lot of us aren't because, you know, we, we don't do this anymore. But if you are able to use a wired connection instead of Wi-Fi or wireless, it's actually more reliable. But if you're not, no worries. Just make sure your Wi-Fi is up and running and we're just going to go for it. So that's one to two hours before you're going to set your space up. It's ready. You check the sound. You know that your Internet is working. You've got devices charging so that they're going to be able to be used when you need them. Whew. Now, 15 minutes before. This is what you need to do. Sit back and relax. Oh, I love it. I love it. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine that you're going to get online and give this presentation and that you've got a few minutes till showtime, but you're not sweating. You're not worried. You're fine. Why? Because you have been thinking through all these details for days and now you are reaping the benefits of your preparation. So 15 minutes before you've already set your space up. So all you need to do is sit down. So you're going to sit down. You're going to get comfortable in that filming space. You're going to double check and just make sure that you have everything that you need. Don't forget a glass of water. Make sure that you have your notes or whatever else you think you're going to need during the course of your talk. And you are ready to go. I love it. I don't know how you feel about it, but I love it. I love the idea of it. So that's a before. During now, we've already kind of talked about during in episode two when we talked about how to engage a virtual audience. But for now, suffice it to say that you want to engage your audience. Check out episode two to see some very clear ways that you can do that. And number two, you want to let your personality shine. You want to show enthusiasm. So it is not lost on me that it might feel weird for you to be sitting in your room talking to the camera on your computer or whatnot. But push through that. And bring the energy that you want your audience to have. However you want them to feel, show that because they're going to feed off of you. So even though you're not getting that feedback because you can't see, well, sometimes you can, depending on what you're doing, you can see people's faces. But if you can't, don't let it throw you off. Keep going. Keep giving that energy that you want them to have. Just, just stick with it. Stick with it. Now you are done. We have done what we needed to do. And now it is after. We are not done yet. After you speak online, I want you to watch the replay. If it's not a situation where it's going to be filmed, then I want you to plan to film it on your phone. Some kind of way I want you to record it and watch it back. Why? Because that is going to be such valuable intel for you the next time so that you can begin to see what worked what didn't work so you definitely want to do that after the other thing you want to do after is celebrate doggone it you want to celebrate that you jumped through all these hoops and you did the thing that maybe you were nervous maybe you, you didn't know maybe you wanted to give up on life but you didn't do any of those things you stayed in there and you saw it through to the end and that is a big deal don't minimize that what we are doing here is a big deal. You are stepping out of your comfort zone, perhaps. You are doing things that you don't want to do and you're showing up and that's powerful. So I hope that you're beginning to see that with a little prep work 
and a little practice that this whole thing does not need to be as stressful as it sometimes is. That if you do what we're talking about, that you are going to be able to speak with confidence online. Why? Because you have eliminated a lot of the stressors so that the real you can shine through. The most confident version of yourself can, can shine through. Even if you're nervous or a little bit on edge, you can still work through it. And make sure you see episode three about how to work through nervousness and still project confidence because that was some powerful content we shared last week. At least I think so. So as you prepare, you will feel more capable and comfortable. As you take these steps, you're going to start to feel it more. So I have created a communicate with confidence checklist. And basically what it is, is a summary of everything we just talked about. It is a cheat sheet of all the key things you're going to want to remember And it will just help you prep for your next virtual presentation with a lot less stress. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and grab that. The link is in the show notes. Now it's time for, well, you all know what time it is. It's time for Ask Kelly. This is where I answer all your questions about communicating with confidence. This segment is brought to you by Virtual Speakers Bootcamp. This is my high-level six-week coaching intensive that gives professionals, entrepreneurs, speakers, and leaders who struggle to connect with online audiences, tools and strategies to communicate with confidence and engage virtual audiences time and time again. Students get a deep dive into content such as storytelling, virtual presence, how to structure your talk, and confident delivery. If you're looking to enhance your virtual communication skills and on-camera presence right away, Visit kellydparker.com and apply today. That's kellydparker.com forward slash virtual dash speakers with an S dash bootcamp and apply today. Today's question comes from Jackie. She says, Kelly, when I am preparing to speak, I have a lot of different ideas, but they seem to be all over the place. How can I better organize my thoughts? Well, Jackie, this is a good question, and I do have a couple of tips that I want to drop on you. The first one is you are actually in a better place than you think because you have a lot of thoughts. You have a lot of content to work with, and that's actually a blessing and not a curse. But now that you have all these thoughts, you want to get them out. Don't judge them. Just get them out. And something that I've started doing as of late is putting my thoughts on post-it notes. So every different idea that I have, I put it on a post-it note and I don't judge the thought. It might be something that I decide I'm not going to use later. It might not even really make sense. None of that matters. I just put all of my thoughts on post-it notes and then I lay them out on the wall or I have a like big closet wall that door that I use. It doesn't really matter. You just lay them all out so that you can see them and I read through them all and I take it in and then I would say once you do that, move into What is the main point I want to make? Now that I have all of my thoughts out, what is the main point that I want my audience to walk away with once I'm done talking? Then the third thing you want to do is put both of those things together. So you want to prioritize thinking about the main point I want to make. How important is it for me to say the particular thing that I'm thinking about? So knowing my main point, how important is it for me to say all of these things? So I would take every post-it note one by one and think about 
knowing this is the point I want to make, do I want to include this in my talk or no? Is this actually not really important? And for every idea, you're going to go through and either say, yes, it's important or it's not. So the nice thing about that is that's going to allow you to be able to eliminate a lot of things, which is good because now you're, you're honing down onto the meat of what you really want to share. Once you've done that and you've kind of filtered out all the things that aren't really as important and you don't really want to share them. Now what you do is you take what's left and you want to group similar ideas together. So for instance, let's say you're talking about homeschooling and I'm totally making this up. So you're talking about homeschooling and you have all these post-it notes, different things about homeschooling and different aspects. And then it comes to you and you say, hmm, these five post-it notes over here, they're talking about curriculum. They're talking about what you would actually teach your child and where you could get the content and how you put it together. So you might group those together under curriculum. And then you say, well, now I have these four other ideas over here and they're talking about state legislation. They're talking about some of the paperwork you need to fill out and some of the steps you need to take to set yourself up. I don't know a whole lot about homeschooling, so I'm, I'm kind of making this up, but just go with it. So now you've got this second bucket about state legislations and then you've got the rest of your post-it notes and you're like, oh, well, these are more about field trips and how do I socialize my child even though we homeschool? So now you have started with what you thought was ideas that were all over the place and what you ended up with is a main point, you know, the main thing you want your audience to know and you also have some supporting ideas that your thoughts bucket into. And now you, you're ready to go. You're ready to just get a speech of your life. So I hope that helps. If you've got a question to ask Kelly, just email me, send your question to info at kellydparker.com. Well, I really enjoyed today's episode and I hope you did too. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Confident Speaker Podcast. If you found this content valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to help others join the Confident Speaker family. Thanks again and see you next time.